I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just going to keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Back here in the Wrestling Realm studios. I'm Brian H. Waters. This show brought to you by the Wrestling Realm. I got to dedicate this show as I did the first one. This is the first wrestling show I'm going to do by myself. And I'm dedicating it to the one and only the late, great Kobe Bryant. Yes, I had to put on my Kobe jersey. As you can see, I've been a fan. This is number eight. I got this jersey right here. You know how Kobe used to do that sign? But I got this jersey in 2004. So I'm an old school fan. You know, I became a Laker fan just before Kobe got there. And I know this isn't about basketball. Uh, this is a wrestling show. I did do a reflection on my podcast breaking through the glass ceilings on a special dedication show to Kobe. So make sure you check that out. But I have to say, the Mamba mentality, that's what's pushing me to bring you, break it down with Brian H. That's what's pushing me. Because I really just thinking like, man, how am I going to do this? But I saw a meme and it said, Kobe would tell us all the millions and billions that are mourning his death. Stop crying and get back to work. So that's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to get to work. And we're going to start off with our top rope this week. It's going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. This was a tough one for me to put on the top rope, folks. But it has to be done. It's Edge and Randy Orton. Now... I was thinking when Monday Night Raw was going on, I thought it was going to be Brock and Drew because that's a match I want to see. But Edge and Randy Orton, Edge is back. And I said this on the post-show. Shout out to D, DeMars Die of the Die Sporting Net. Make sure you give him a follow. Make sure you check out his YouTube channel. And, of course, the Flex Zone. He's a part of that good group of guys. Great, uh, my brothers, you know. Dre was on here a couple weeks ago. But I was thinking, Edge came back, and I really couldn't celebrate. And I haven't been able to really celebrate it just yet. And I will. I'll be happy about it. You know, I'm pretty sure hopefully he'll have a Funko Pop soon. Do we have one? No, because I don't have it yet. But Edge is one of my guys. Ironically, WrestleMania 24, the number 24, we associate that with Kobe Bryant, his other number besides number 8. But, um... WrestleMania 24 was the night he main evented WrestleMania, where he took on The Undertaker. Matt, one of them, the match is overshadowed because of Flair and um, Shawn Michaels. However, when I think back to that match, I also think, like, that's the beginning where, in my opinion, 
Undertaker was having really good matches. Well, he, he had one with Batista before, the year before, and, of course, with Kane a few years prior. But other than that, like, when Undertaker was going to streak where he was, like, must-see for WrestleMania, it started right there because he was in the main event. Then he would go into Shawn Michaels a couple of times and then Triple H, and then, obviously, you know, he was must-see TV. But you got to put Edge in there. And so I'm sitting there, and... Edge comes back. He lets it know he wants to go out on his terms. And I've been telling you guys this, and I'm going to continue to tell you guys this. As medicine progresses, you may see some of your favorite wrestlers return to the ring. We saw that with Daniel Bryan. We see that with Edge. And hopefully, hopefully we will see that with Paige. So Edge is back. And then Randy Orton comes out there. It says, let's reunite Team RKO. Only to deliver him an RKO. You can't trust a snake. Who in the right mind would trust Randy Orton? Never. Randy Orton could be the biggest baby face. You could just have seen him give a baby a kiss and shake hands. You still don't trust him. Edge let his guard down. And I think this is great. I think we're going to get Edge and Orton... At WrestleMania, let's build it. Let's not rush it. Let's get these two at WrestleMania. We want to see Edge in a good match, a high-profile match. Randy Orton is money. And then this is somebody he can trust. This is somebody who is a veteran. Not saying he wouldn't be able to trust an AJ Styles or Finn Balor, but it's just different. Like, these two grew up on the road together. And granted, Wow, when you really think about it, yeah, I mean, Orton's so young. Edge was there almost, I want to say, all right, maybe, maybe about five or six years before Orton. But this is going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to this match. I think it's going to be great. Let's move on. We got Brock Lesnar. We got Drew McIntyre. It's official. McIntyre went on a bump, and he talked about this match. He said... Everybody is mad that Brock Lesnar isn't there every week. And he brought up a good point. He said, look, he's doing what his contract allows him to do. Now, he's mad because that title wasn't there. He needs to bring that title back because the title, when Drew McIntyre is going to these house shows, the title isn't being showcased. And that's always been my thing. I want to see the title on TV every week. But I'm looking forward to this. I think this is going to be good. McIntyre, Lesnar, it's going to be old school. This is going to be something to me. This is going to be old school wrestling. I'm talking old school WrestleMania. Hulk Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. Hulk Hogan versus Sid Justice. Brock Lesnar and Roman. Um, You know, Hulk Hogan, Sergeant Slaughter. Hogan Warrior. This is going to be two big behemoths because he said he's just as fast and he could take him out. And I like McIntyre being a face. I didn't think I would, but I like this. Now, I saw this interesting image. And it talked about 3MB. And he said the success for the group. You know, they looked at how, let me pull it up. They looked at Drew McIntyre. He looked at, well, I don't have it on my phone, but it's right there on the screen. Heath Slater, 24-7 champion. Jinder Mahal, WWE champion. 
And he is on the cusp, folks, Drew McIntyre, of winning the WWE Championship. So I'm really looking forward to this. There's rumors, you know, but why not? The dirt sheet said it must be true, right? They said that Paul Heyman, they wanted McIntyre to eliminate Lesnar, but Roman win the Royal Rumble. Because, you know, we've all said we'll probably get Roman in the theme, right? And Paul Heyman said, no, if we're going to go with Drew McIntyre, you need to go all the way. And he spoke up for him. It was the right thing to do. I don't think Roman would have got, man, you know what? Then again, I'm not sure. I think Roman may have gotten booed right there in Houston this past Sunday. But I think it was the smart thing to do was putting it on McIntyre. And I got like I said on the show before, shout out to the real Dwayne Allen. He called it. I was just hoping they wasn't going to do nothing crazy. And, and, you know, a lot of people was worried. Was it going to be Tyson Fury? Was it going to be Cain Velasquez? You know, people was waiting for Cain Velasquez to come out. So, this is good stuff. WWE did a great job with that one. Let's move on. Charlotte Oscar. Charlotte, number one contender. We'll see where she, who she challenges. I don't want to see her versus Becky Lynch. I don't want to see her versus Bayley. Perhaps we get Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Why not? Ronda Rousey said on the bump or Corey Graves podcast, she wants to see the NXT Women's Championship defended at WrestleMania. Why not have Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley? I think Charlotte could be, she could win the match and not win the title. However, um, let me think, let me think. I got to think fast. I'm, oh, okay, boom. Becky Lynch, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Becky Lynch did win the title, so the women are one and one as far as winning the title and capitalizing at WrestleMania. So I'm not quite sure, Shaw. I can't. I got to see where they go. I got to see the opponent. I would have rather seen Shayna Baszler win the Royal Rumble and take on Becky Lynch. I think you could have built that. You could have easily made if Becky Lynch is this great star that everybody thinks she is. And I'm not saying she isn't, but if they would, you know, money, crossover, appeal, all that, you could have made Shayna Baszler that night. The same thing. But that's just what I'm saying. Let's move on to AEW. Cody Rhodes, him and Kip Saban, they had a match. And I was, you know, I was watching this match. Now, Kip Saban has been having issues with Joey Janela. Uh, it was more so because Kip Saban in real life is dating Joey Janela's ex-girlfriend, Penelope Ford. It was something interesting. It was an interesting spot where Janelle was in the rain. They kissed. I was like, okay, you know, it's solid, whatever. Lower mid-card feud. Hopefully this will, you know, it doesn't have to um, turn into nothing big. But hopefully they let this build out the AEW revolution. But one thing that irritated me during this match was when Cody or when um, Penelope Ford accidentally got hit. And they didn't stop. I mean... And Cody went to check on her. Arn Anderson, his coach, his the guy in his corner didn't go over there and say, nah, son, you shouldn't be doing that. And I'm looking, I'm like, come on, Arn, you're supposed to be the smart one, the brains. You've seen it all. You knew what could happen. You knew it was a possibility of her playing possum. So I think that was a missed opportunity right there. That's all I'm saying. And then it's official AEW Revolution. We will have Chris Jericho. Take it on John Moxley. So Chris Jericho, Moxley coming up. It should be really good. I hope. I think Moxley gets the title. He's walking around with the patch on his eye. So, you know, it's a big deal. He got injured. He's got got the eye injury. It's legit. 
So only time will tell. So I'm going to go ahead and take a break. Coming up on this week's episode of Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling, brought to you by B. Waters Productions, I will be interviewing my good friend, Brianna Dahlquist. Here's a preview for that episode. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back after this. Level of... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Community here is just, you know, living in Atlanta, it's just like everyone fends for themselves. And it's kind of like, you know, the community of journalists in Atlanta, even though it's so big, it's small. You know, here it's the second largest city in, you know, Indiana. So it's it has that small town feel, but it's really a big town. It's just kind of spaced out. People here are very receptive of me. You know, I went to Walmart last night um, to get an extra comforter because I'm extra cold and this girl was like hey you're the journalist mm-hmm. said, hey <laughs> wow it just never happens I'm like yeah well god bless you I hope you have a wonderful day I'm like wow you know for someone to recognize you for your work that's huge so and I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you subscribe to Breaking Through the Glass Ceiling. Same place you get the wrestling realm, just different channel. Just go on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, you name it, it's there. So, um, like I said, it's a different channel. This is on the B Waters Productions channel. Crossover, right? It's my show. So, Liv Morgan and Lana finally had a match. Monday Night Raw, and nobody, meaning Lashley or Rusev, could interfere. Here is my beef with the match. You do this match, but you don't build towards it. Now, we've been having these little things here and there. There's a thing they do every month called pay-per-views. Or should we call them network specials now? Uh, we don't pay per view anymore, meaning we do not spend $30 here, $30 there. So maybe that's the reason why WWE takes this whole rematch thing for granted. But I'm like, you want me to take this view seriously. So why are you not putting this on a show? This should have been at the Elimination Chamber or Fastlane. Because let's be serious. These two ladies are far too distracted with each other than to be caring about the women's championship or the tag team championship. Whatever match you decide to put in that chamber, they don't care. So why not have the match there? We had the tag team match between Lashley and Lana taking on Rusev and Liv Morgan. But I just thought thought that this was so unfortunate for them to do it this way. So, you know. But, let's move on. 
Britt Baker. Very disrespectful. Did you see what she said? That's what we used to say. So, <laughs> you know, she went out there last week and she basically talked about Tony Schiavone and how he looks like he works at Starbucks or something like that. This week, she told him, hey, we were trending. And then she brought the direction back to herself. But I thought this was interesting. That she, being disrespectful, right, would tell Jim Ross that he needs to stop reminding people that she's a dentist. Now, what I think it sounds like Britt Baker was doing was being on the internet, going on Twitter, and seeing what the fans were saying. Constantly reminding you of Dennis. Constantly saying stuff like, um, constantly saying stuff such as Britt Baker is, uh, yeah, just constantly reminding you of Dennis. And then also not remembering people's names, not knowing the people's names. Everything that people were saying about Jim Ross commentary. She said it right there. And she said, you just need to go back to being the JR we love and grew up on. It's the cold hard truth. I love Jim Ross. An all-time great. A legend. He was somebody I did my report on in college. We had to pick an announcer. It was on Jim Ross. But the time is passing by. It's like, I understand you want to stay in the game. My good brother Montez Allen wrote a book called Stay in the Game. But for Jim Ross, to me, his strength isn't at the commentary table no more. That's my opinion. Moving on, Chelsea Green, she took on Caden Carter. I thought that was a great match. In the end, Chelsea Green fell short. And I thought that was great. Don't constantly give us wins after wins after wins. I understand you're trying to build somebody. Don't make her always win all the matches. But I'll tell you another match, man, that was crazy. Um, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai. This is another why is this match on NXT right now. This should have been on a takeover. Takeover Portland. You don't have to give me a match just to give me a bigger match. That's the thing we loved about wrestling. It was, okay, I might not be able to see this match right now, but I'm going to wait. You think about Austin and Undertaker, summer of 98. The feud, the seeds have been planted around June, but we never got the one-on-one match until I think it was the third or fourth Sunday in August. The Rock and Triple H, they had their match at Fully Loaded, but we didn't see it again until SummerSlam, you know? If you're trying to build these feuds, you're trying to make this care. Now, the NXT women's division, as um, Morrow said, is the deepest women's division is the business. Therefore, what that tells me is there's enough people where you don't have to give me matches that I should be waiting to see down the line. Enough. That's all I'm saying. So, I mean, I'm, I'm happy that we got multiple women's matches, though, you know. But still, you know, even uh, Shotzi Blackheart and Deanna Perrazzo. It's great to see these two, Shotzi Blackheart winning. 
But it's great to see these two. I'm, I really want to see what's going to happen. Like I said, the division is vision is definitely stacked. So I'm, I'm interested to see which ones move to Raw and which one moves to SmackDown. Because eventually we're going to get tired of the whole Becky Lynch, Charlotte versus the Kabuki Warriors, you know, and that whole interchangeableness. So it's definitely time to move on. So, and Mojo Riley, man. How about that? Mojo Riley, make it the hardcore championship. Excuse me. Wrong, wrong words. Making the 24-7 championship different. He's making you take it serious. He's going out there and just beating people up. Now, he lost the title, but he made sure he got it back real quick. And that's what it's supposed to be about. So, I definitely enjoyed that. Um, you know, shout out to Mojo Riley, University of Maryland grad. No, I ain't go to Maryland, but I'm from the state. So, shout out to him. We all know he's good friends with Gronk. So, and Finn Balor just seems to be in the zone when it comes to NXT. This is this is his playing ground. We're getting obviously we're getting great matches from him, but this is this is to see where he wants to be, man. This is Finn Balor NXT. It's like a match made in heaven. I like to see him get that championship back. But we know it's official. We're going to get Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa, and Tommaso will say, "Daddy's home," and I think he's going to regain his NXT championship. Another good match, man. Dijakovic and the, um, well, man, I'm about to call him by the wrong name, the Priest, the Priest, uh, Damian Priest. Dijakovic picking up the win. Number one contender. I think, yeah, it makes him an official number one contender. At least he's in line for the new champion, Keith Lee. And we already know what those two can do when they get in the ring. So I'm looking forward. Hopefully we get this match at NXT TakeOver uh, Portland. I think that's the name of it. I did say it earlier. Definitely think that's the name of it. I think this would be good stuff, no doubt about it. And MVP, he's back. How many people excited? Maybe you are, maybe not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, MVP's back. Cool. I uh, don't know. I think he'll eventually be just jobbing out, to be honest, which I think he's going to be there to work with the young guys. They get that pop. He's back, yada, yada, yada. Then he'll be probably in that Matt Hardy, Shelton Benjamin stage. I just don't see them having big programs and big plans for him. Uh, we know he can go. We know he can wrestle, but I just don't see it. He's been winning titles all over the Indies. And then rounding out, congratulations to Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne winning the Dusty Classic. So I think this is where you win this thing and then you turn on your partner. Uh, that's what Samoa Joe and Finn Balor did, I think. And then uh, DIY, DIY did. I, I could be confused, uh, but I would like to see these two in a feud rather than as a team. But I'd also rather see Pete Dunne more on NX. I want to see him on the main roster. I ain't going to lie to you. But... Also, see, he is a valuable asset, no matter where you put it. He's just one of those guys. I mean, very bright future, future WWE champion, in my opinion, future universal champion, whichever one you want to put it on. That is Pete Dunn. So I'm going to take a break, and then I'm going to go around the net. The following announcement has been paid for by the Wrestling Realm. You already know who we are. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But you don't know why we're back. Hey guys, I feel like they hear us, but they're just not listening. So I feel it is our responsibility to make them listen. I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. So make sure you are subscribed to the Wrestling Realm where you can get more craziness and shenanigans like that from myself and the real Dwayne Allen. So it's time to go around the net. Around that is brought to you by B Waters Productions, where you can get any of your events filmed, you can get any of your um, pictures taken, you name it, we're there. We do pictures, photos, and graphics. So, around that, Nikki Bella is pregnant. Congratulations to her. She and her sister Bree revealed that they were both pregnant. Um, obviously, congratulations to Bree and Daniel Bryan. But Nikki Bella, we all know, following them on Total Divas and the Bella, uh, who's that, Total Bellas, that she wanted children, she wanted to be a wife. When she was with John Cena, he was going to compromise, but it took a while. Uh, they would get engaged at WrestleMania 33, and then they broke up, um, unfortunately. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. She seems to be happy now. So congratulations to her, and I think it's really cool that the sisters are pregnant at the same time. The first cousins will be really tight, so definitely wishing her well, wishing them both well into their pregnancy. Uh, congratulations to Cody and Dustin. Because Cody versus Dustin was the match of the year, according to PWI. So congratulations to them. You know, it was definitely uh, it was match of the year here as well. I thought it was great. You know, the moment of the year was Kofi Kingston winning the championship, but the match of the year was Cody and Dustin. It was one of the matches I watched uh, multiple times. And I usually, in my older wrestling age, I don't do that as much with the matches that happen nowadays as much as I still go back and watch some of the classics. But that was one I had to watch more than once. I just had to. Um, So... Christian says Edge was nervous about his Royal Rumble return. I didn't just reading across the news wires. Didn't really. I'm not surprised. I mean, the first time back in since 2011. I remember the day when he announced his retirement, a forced retirement. He retired as the WWE World Heavyweight. Well, it was officially considered the World Heavyweight Champion, but it was something that we wasn't hoping for. It shocked us all. Um. So you know, but he's back. Like I said, thanks to medicine. Um, Ronda Rousey is obsessed with NXT and she wants to face Rhea Ripley. So can you imagine how good that match would be? I want to see it. Let's give, you know, let's get Ronda back. Let's get some fresh matchups. And then last but not least, this might actually be, you know, roll the tapped out. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. Roll the tapped out. Here's the thing. I am annoyed with this whole black wrestling 
black wrestlers did not get that much shine in the Royal Rumble. Here we go again. Why? You know, it was just this whole thing, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm on Insta. I mean, not on Instagram, on Twitter, and I see this rant. You know, wrestlers of color not being treated right. Like, come on, y'all, get a grip. It's enough stuff out there to be annoyed by that we don't have to be annoyed by this one. You know, people talked about Brock Lesnar and um, just getting rid of Kofi and Big E. Well, when you really look at it, Kofi had some time with him when Brock was just throwing people out. Kofi had some time with him long enough to get help for not once, but two people. Big E came in. I know, yeah, Brock would eliminate them. But before Brock could get kicked out, who was it that kicked him below the belt? Giving him a receipt for Monday Night Raw. It was Ricochet. So, I ain't trying to hear that. It's enough going on. I ain't trying to hear it. Shut up. <laughs> That's why I'm with that. And then, you know, you go back and look at the women's match. Bianca Belair was number two, had a very strong outing for people who may not watch NXT. They know who Bianca Belair is now. You go back to WrestleMania um, two years ago where she was able to be in the women's uh, battle royal and put on the show. So to me, it's just a matter of time when she gets to the main roster. Maybe she'll appear on SmackDown this Friday, hopefully. But I think she is destined to do big things. And honestly, if I was booking... I would put, I wouldn't do Sasha. I've been saying this over and over again. I wouldn't do Sasha versus Bailey. I would have a face Bianca Belair taking on Bailey and defeating Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. That's how I would do things. And then Naomi returned. And I mean, was she phenomenal or what? So that's where I am with that. And then, you know, you talk about wrestlers of color, Mercedes Martinez. Hello. Actually, last but not least, Matt Riddle. That's where I got to go to. Matt Riddle and Brock Lesnar. Word on the street is they got into a verbal altercation. And I guess it was about to get physical or maybe it did. Nonetheless, Matt Riddle said to pretty much that he's not, um, you know, he wants that match with Lesnar. Lesnar's like, no, you're not getting it. And he, you know, Riddle wants to retire him. I want to see the match. I keep hearing these things about Matt Riddle as the MMA fighter. I want to see what they would put together in the WWE, and I would just hope that WWE would make it believable. You know, you look at Lesnar now. Let's back, you go back, watch some of his old stuff in 2003 where he wasn't always beating up everybody and dominating everybody. He didn't look like the way he looks now. So, I'm interested. That's all I'm going to say. It's time for Wrestling for the Culture. It's time for Wrestling for the Culture where we take a look inside to see what the wrestlers of color have been doing this week. Wrestling for the culture this week, I got to give a quick shout out. You know, I'm starting off with my good friend Amber Rodriguez getting a win at Elevate Pro this past Saturday. Yeah, I was in the building in, I'm not going to try to say the name of the exact city, but it's in uh, New Orleans, outside of New Orleans. So she got a big win. Uh, Make sure you follow her on social media. You can keep up to date. Uh, Congratulations to Kia Dream becoming the Team Vision Dojo's Rookie Champion. So congratulations to her. And then the Black Gold brought to you by the Black Wrestling Alliance. We saw Ricky Starks making history, becoming the first ever 
holder of the new reincarnated NWA Television Championship. And then we saw Ice Williams become the FSW No Limits Champion and Shogun Jones becoming one half of the FSW Tag Team Champions. Make sure you give my guy over there a dazzle and follow at Black Wrestling Alliance. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it this week. I thank you, each and every one of you for tuning in. I thank y'all who uh, reached out to me as, you know, as a untimely passing of one of my favorite athletes of all time. You know, when you, you go back, anybody who knows me, in wrestling, it was Hulk Hogan, then Bret Hart, then The Rock. But then, in between the Bret Hart and The Rock, there was King Griffey Jr., and then there was Kobe Bryant, you know, and, and Kobe was just like my guy. But unfortunately, the rest are still living. And if you'd have told me Kobe was going to go first, no way I would have believed you. No way. Um, but the Mamba mentality. And the Mamba mentality says, keep going hard. Work harder. And, you know, you look at the commercial and say, harder. Got to keep going. Got to be faster. Got to be better. Do not stop. And that's what I'm planning to do. This is episode 112, folks. And I'm not stopping anytime soon. Mamba mentality. In the words of Kobe Bryant, instead of saying so long, everybody, I'm going to just say main event out. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.